I mean, how do you plan to insert, I guess, a piece of France in this new home in Manila? Wow. Well, I should be sufficient, but... Uh, <laughs> You're French but, enough. Yeah, but... Salut! It's catch-up sessions avec moi. Voulez-vous coucher? <laughs> or not. Je m'appelle Marc. Don't worry. This session is in English. Simply because I don't know enough French to carry an actual conversation. We head back to Europe where we kicked off our Around the World tour, first with the UK, then Austria, plus a little side trip to the US in the previous session, and now, vive la France! In this session, you get to hear about what it's like living right next to a vineyard, leaving all that behind and starting a new life in the Far East, which leads to a romantic wedding proposal. A bit of French here and there, just like Duolingo stories. Apologize ahead for a screaming kid in the background. Pesky neighbor. Promise the kid eventually sleeps towards the second half of the session. Enjoy your eavesdropping! The best time to catch up is now. Catch up sessions. Hello. Are you ready for this? You good? You think you're okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's get started. I guess we need to start with the fact that uh, you're married to a close friend of mine. Cool. That's how we know each other. But, uh, you know, since I'm learning a bit of French, this is also my time to, I guess, show that uh, I have something to, you know, deliver. Ah. I bet you, you, didn't you will ask your that. question in French? Let's see if you understand. Uh, All right. This is, this is French time now, right? So you adjust your brain to uh, <laughs> expect okay. something close to French, but ah. maybe not. Bonjour. Bonjour, Marc. Comment allez-vous aujourd'hui? <laughs> you get that? No? Très bien, et toi? Oh, yeah. très bien. Good. Uh, je, je vais bien. Okay, and that's uh, the end of the French mm -hmm. exchange because, you know, I need my <laughs> notes usually to do that. <laughs> no, come on, you're sure you're better. You're, yeah, oh, oh, Do you have so anything more after you have, have one more, in French? Qu'est-ce que tu as mangé pour le dîner? I didn't get that. Qu'est-ce que j'ai mangé pour dîner? Oui, oui. J'ai mangé des pâtes au pesto. Oh, c'est parfait. Uh, j'ai mangé du pain espagnol. Do you know what that is? I'll show you. <laughs> Spanish bread. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's what's for dinner. So that's just a sample. No, of course not. I can't bake. I'm, I'm sure you can, because you're the French baker. Uh, we'll get to that in uh, just a little bit. But uh, yes, so I think people figured out by now that I'm talking to someone who's French. I usually start my interviews by getting to know you with a most difficult question. Of, uh, oh. I'll ask you to give three statements that will describe who Arno is. So you can start with something like, I am awesome or something. Uh, you come up with your own words or own phrase. <laughs> I am statements. I give you three. Hi, hello. I am Arno Guillaume. 
That's I am country. French. <laughs> um, I live in uh, the Philippines, in Manila, and uh, I am uh, an analyst for Amazon. Fancy job title. Let's get into each of these then. So you're French, as we have already established, but you live here in the Philippines. Tell us more about that. How did that happen? Well, um, like many foreigners in the Philippines, I came here for a woman. Oh, for love. Got <laughs> seduced by a Filipino woman. Yeah. So that's a pretty common story here to, for any foreigners in the Philippines. We came here for a woman. Um, <laughs> but luckily for me, uh, it was the right one. Oh, oh. <laughs> and now we're Good married and been uh, many years that we're together now. So everything is going great. <laughs> came here for her and yeah, she was afraid that I will not like the city or just anything will happen to me because mm -hmm. it's very special. But uh, I just said myself, I got a good work and uh, everything is doing right. Right, right. I mean, I can see that. But let's uh, backtrack a bit. When did this all start? I mean, do you remember what year? This is actually ah, a test from Lisa. Well she's, she's asking me to confirm. Oh, <laughs> uh -huh, yeah. So be careful with your answers. So, all right. have this verified. <laughs> Wow, it was what, 2014 that I arrived? Uh-huh. But we met before, 2013. Okay. When I was traveling uh, as a tourist here yeah, in Asia, and I passed by the Philippines. But yeah, I'm here since 2014. All right, but so before that, time. you said 2013. You were just here for yeah. travel as a tourist. Yeah, yeah. And that is when you met my friend, Lisa. Yes. Oh, interesting. So what was that like? Because, um, I mean, it was a short stay and you had to leave. Were you like, all right, be my girlfriend now? Or was it much, much later? Well, you want to know when we met? How yes. we met? This is the love story part. Of <laughs> wow, love story. So I'm a member of Couchsurfing. Couchsurfing, for people who don't know, it's the, this community on the internet that helps people to get in touch from different countries or even with your own countries. It started by having people who, want, who are willing to host people at their house and people who are looking to be hosted for free. So I'm part of this community and in Asia I used it not so much to be hosted, but to meet other people because you, you have so many groups inside. Yep. And, and uh, couchsurfing hangout. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I haven't been for a while now because busy life in many now. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's all, so many groups. So I used it to meet people and I said, okay, I'm here in, uh, in Manila and I would like to meet some people from the country because when you're traveling, you backpacking, you mostly meet other backpackers, other mm -hmm. foreigners, and you don't yeah. discover the city the same. Mm -hmm. So um, I just contacted some people on the car surfing, and Lisa was one of them. And uh, we had this hangout during uh, a whole night with her, some of her friends, and some of uh, also my, my friends from the hostel at the time. So. Mm -hmm. We hang out all around Metro Manila, and uh, this is how we met. Lisa was amazing. So Did lovely. you like her from the very first uh, time that you met? Or? 
<laughs> what was that like? <laughs> well, <laughs> we started by being friends because actually I was not even looking for anything else. I was mm-hmm. I had a breakup before and I was still not over it. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll talk that separately. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoyed the, the friendship first and mm. um and it was just one night and in somewhere else. So I haven't seen her again after that, right after. And afterwards we stayed in touch. So with Messenger and other chat apps and uh, slowly the relation evolved and where we see that we're not friends uh, but we wanted more than being friends yeah. you know you just start to to say things uh, without even noticing and uh, when you start calling it calling her love well you didn't even confess your love wow <laughs> really <laughs> So you, you surprise yourself sometimes, you just, yeah, I guess it was very easily. Uh, we fell in love like this at a distance. Yeah, so and, it's a uh, long distance affair. <laughs> yeah. A well, relationship affair. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean. <laughs> 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 love yeah, affair, yeah, love affair. Sounds a bit strange to call it an affair. <laughs> <laughs> Both singles during that time, I can uh, confirm to you. At least Lisa's side, I don't know with you. Uh, oh. Yeah, so finally... Uh, yeah, so that what? was 2013, but you mentioned that yeah. you moved to the Philippines 2014? Yeah. What made you because decide to do that bold move? It was... Uh, so what was it for me? I came back uh, from my trip in Asia mm-hmm. to France and... I must have said maybe one or two weeks only and I was already just wasn't able to, to stay. Oh, I can't wait to go out again. <laughs> I don't know. I was just uh, ready to have more adventures. And mm. I went to Mexico. And in Mexico, well, it was nice, but uh, things didn't really work out so good because I was going there to, to try to work and live there. So I spent uh, a month there. No, three months. And after I came back to France, and from Mexico, I was already in touch with Lisa. We got closer already. In France, continued to get closer. I did some little trips also in France and Italy. And um, when I've seen that with Lisa, there was something more. I just got ready. I did some more studies in uh, in hospitality field, actually, to be sure that I could be able to find some work here in the Philippines. And the time I did this study, I planned also my trip to come here in the Philippines. So I told I told Lisa that I would come to her, mm-hmm. and she was surprised. I think she, she was happy, but you know, uh, when it's long distance, you're not sure the person will really do what he says. <laughs> right, right. Could be empty words, but uh, look at you here now. But yeah, um, so 2014, uh, I came with my backpack and uh, I stayed since then. Just with a backpack, you were ready to I yeah, guess, just transplant a backpack. yourself. Yeah, I left everything to my dad, all my stuff in France is okay, and I go for love. Uh, I see, it's like so. Uh, you know, we always hear stories like that, but what we want to hear now is. What was it really like? 
you know, coming here to look for a living one and to actually live so different from, I guess, what you're used to in France. Because it's one way to, you know, do tourism, do a short trip. But here, what was the first few months for you, like, in uh, Manila? The first few months? Um... Let's see. Thankfully, I was not alone. I had Lisa, so that's a bit different than being just alone. I can be guided. I got good advices. But the first thing that you feel and you have to get used to it in the Philippines is the warmth. Oh. When you first arrive, you just feel so warm. And you too, right? Like a, <laughs> yeah. You just want to discover a bit your neighborhood. You say, oh, it's okay. I would just walk around. Uh, and then, no one does that. Yeah. <laughs> You're melting that. like crazy. <laughs> you, you just learn it the hard way. Just You walk two kilometers and you say, it's not possible. Mm. It's just so damn hot. True, you get true. used after a while, but at the beginning, it's very difficult. So a lot of walking um, happened in the first few months. But uh, I'm, you also had to find your own house then. Yeah, um, Lisa had a contact. Uh, someone was renting his flat. So I first started by renting this place. The problem was the warmth also. Still a very warm condo, but it was good to start with something, not having to look too much. And um, what else? Uh, well, after you have to, to meet the family. Yes, what was that like? Lisa was nervous. I was, well, I was not so nervous. Actually, they knew me already because I was sending goods to her like uh, <laughs> not my parents because it would be a bit uh, tricky to send that he will spoil but a lot of different things from france uh, all nice goodies they knew already because they were taxing it just oh, okay that's nice with these kids ah so there's someone uh, out there sending the goods <laughs> So that's a good technique if you want to earn the heart of your of the parents. Future parents-in-law. We'll take that. Yeah. You do like this. <laughs> you earn good points. Yes, yes, yes. I will so, take notes. Thanks so much. So I was welcome, very welcome by the family. So there was no problem here. After the city, it's very hectic and there is a lot of people. So it's very different from uh, my hometown in uh, France. Where in France, um, specifically? Dijon. Dijon mustard! <laughs> yes. So through the countryside, there are lots of fields, mm. vine uh, vineyards. And um, so you have a lot of space while here it's all crowded. Yes, uh, no vineyard right next door. So you live in the countryside, open fields, and now you're in Manila. Crazy city. Nice, but you know, it's... Very, very different uh, from, I guess, uh, what you're used to. How was the adjustment? Like, are you okay right away? Have you settled in apart from the heat? Or did it take you a while longer? There's different things that you need to be comfortable. So to be well surrounded, this I had with yep. his and our family. And a place to live what is correct. And a job. If you have a good job already, then... Did you apply beforehand or did you just look for it here? So I look for a job directly here in the Philippines. So because I did study in uh, hospitality, I thought that would be the, where I would find the most work here in Manila. After contacting all the hotels, I found out that uh, there's not so much work for me. Because you don't have field. a lot of uh, French tourists also. <laughs> 
I don't know. It's many French, but they're looking for different profiles, let's say. <laughs> but luckily enough, here the, in the Philippines, there's a lot of call center and uh, of a company that uh, externalizes services mm-hmm. uh, from France to the US, etc. So there's big companies, big corporate companies that can hire. And when I started to look at those jobs, I found very quickly. So I found a job in in just a month, I think. Just a so month. one that uh, required your French speaking skills, is it? Yeah. So how's this Czech relationship? It's obviously Czech and uh, meeting the family. The job department is also good. How about friends? I mean, because, you know, oh. it can't always just be with Lisa. Um, <laughs> what was it like? Because, again, it's a foreign country. Yeah, it's very difficult to make new friends. So thankfully, there's internet, so I can keep in touch with my friends <laughs> but a bit uh, here and there. Mm-hmm. But to make new friends in the Philippines is very difficult. First, the city is so busy. You take so long to just go to work, come back home, but people ah, don't true. want ready to go out and do anything. <laughs> and so people most stay within the family and do their own things on the side. And uh, it's often like this. Uh, first, people get curious about you because you're a foreigner. But uh, afterwards, they don't really keep in touch or make any step forward towards you. So it's must difficult. Have been, uh, difficult, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, another thing maybe that I'd like to ask, you know, French people take pride in their food, the way it tastes, the way it looks. You, for one, make your own bread. It's crazy to me. Uh, It's become a trend now, but even before, you know, the pandemic bread making contest that is all over the internet, uh, you've always done that. How do you find food in the Philippines? Uh, Food in the Philippines. Hmm. That's not my favorite cuisine. There's some products that I really like, like uh, the mangoes. Oh, good, good, good. It's delicious here. Uh, delicious mangoes. Some desserts that I like, uh, like with the sticky rice. But mostly uh, I cook a lot at home rather than to buy somewhere else. And uh, usually I would do French or Italian or Japanese. Um, Can you find the ingredients that you need easily? It's a bit difficult. Well, there's some common products that you can find easily and some of us like that are very expensive like cheese, cold cuts, things like this. What's your uh, specialty, your French food cuisine specialty? Actually, I can cook. The bourguignon. (laughs) (laughs) The what? bourguignon, that's this uh, beef stew. Buff? Buff, yes, the buff. Say one more time. (laughs) Buff? Mm-hmm. Beef bourguignon. So it's beef stew. How long does beef it take stew. for you cook, to cook that? Cooked in red wine. Oh, oh uh, you cook you cook that uh, that very slowly for several hours. Now I have not tried that yet. For when we catch up again in real life next time, I will look forward <laughs> for <laughs> that cooking. Yeah. And nowadays we're doing a lot of baking. We do a lot of brioche. Brioche. Is you that know, uh, originally from France? I don't know exactly the origin, but uh, yeah, now it's it's went on to be from France. Like we do it well. But uh, your version now also has ube in it, which is very Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. We have to adapt. Yes, yes. Twist. I know. It's like French Filipino. 
bread. So you like baking uh, a lot. Did you also do that, like back home? Yeah, yeah. Back home, I like to bake. Uh, like to do pies, especially mm. with a lot of fruits, because in my place it was very easy to find fruits, right cherries, next door. apricots, etc. Up next, we get to hear about life in France and deeds on that surprise wedding proposal. Continue à écouter. Keep listening. There's always a reason to catch up. Catch up session. Why don't you uh, tell us what's a typical meal like in France, like for dinner? I can't remember what lunch is called, but what's a typical meal for you before? Like a French meal? Yes. That's what you mean? What would you have growing up as a kid? Well, French uh, do eat a lot of pasta and uh, bread. There's always bread, like... uh, even if you eat your pasta, you still eat bread on the side. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the most food we like also, potatoes. What fries. do you do with your potatoes? What dish? I, I assume not French fries, no? <laughs> <laughs> French fries. <laughs> but uh, yeah, different way, we have a lot of way to cook the potatoes. Uh, we like potatoes. And if you want, uh, there's differences between like the, the meals like in the Philippines and uh, in France. Like here in the Philippines and often... Uh, and often in Asia, people put everything on the table uh, because they want to have the impression that there's a lot of food. Yeah, big uh, spread. Up. Uh, it's not like a different stages meal. It's just, oh, everything is there. So people eat, oh, so a bit of dessert with, uh, with spaghetti <laughs> and something. They switch to everything. Yeah. And uh, in France, people just to different stages and uh, they can start for example with the aperitif where they get a little drink and uh, little snacks and after there is the entree after mm, sounds french and, and then you have your main dish and then you have your cheese and then you have your dessert <laughs> oh cheese is a section on its own yeah you have like cheese time Oh, that's why you have it in buffet. That's even at home. Like, you know, you really have, okay, this is the entree first, nothing else. And then what happens? You like fix everything again and main dish comes out? Yeah, yeah. Usually uh, you just bring the food just when you need it, when you finish with one. And you can even space out a bit because Uh if you have everything on the table, you just keep eating. Right, right, right. There's no pause, you just keep stuffing yourself. But with the French way, there is little pauses like this. So the dinner time for you is a lot longer then. So, I mean, now that you're in the Philippines, what French thing do you still do? Or maybe a mashup now with uh, the Filipino way? What I still do? Unfortunately, there is no cheese. I just buy time to time. So that's a step that is often skipped. Oh, you're skipping cheese? <laughs> it can be a hard adjustment for some people, but uh, so you mean you always have cheese in every meal, like in um, your usual dinner? No, you. Well, it doesn't have to be that systematic, you know. But people 
don't like the cheese. Uh, most of the time, it's cheese. <laughs> I see. And, I see. Um, Wait, do you make your own cheese? I would Just like a to wild question. More wine? I know, I never tried. Oh, maybe sometime soon. Uh, more wine, you said. You want more wine. More wine time in the meals also. But wine is also something that is very expensive here. And in my region, France, it's uh, because we're a big producer, it's not very expensive there. So the, and here, it's really the opposite. Like a, right. a bottle, you can have a 60 pesos, <laughs> like one euro bottle. Uh, really? France, which here will be uh, 500 pesos. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. The price skyrocketed. I mean, gosh, if you know that difference, uh, I'm sure you'll think twice, right? Because like we all, we only know that 500 is actually cheap wine that you can find here, right? Because it can go upwards to a thousand. But then knowing that you can get it for 60 pesos, that'll be like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. But you know, we have to import everything. But there's no, but you know, vineyard. Make it hard right for next you door. to buy it. Yeah, true. <laughs> True. Well, are you adjusting? I mean, it's now 2020. Since 2014, how Filipino are you now? Do you think that has evolved over the last six years? I don't know. I did have not so much uh, of the local language because... You, so you don't know how to speak in Filipino? You're right. No, still not. Because... Because the Filipino people, they just teach me the bad things. So I cannot teach it. <laughs> I was actually thinking of what to teach you. Maybe we can skip. Yeah, and everyone else can speak in English. I mean, most of the people, I guess, that you'll need to interact with. So yeah, it's better to use English. Um, so what changed? I guess, I guess there's always things changing. I mean, the, I got used to the city. When you arrive, it's so big and so strange. But uh, after six, seven years, it just, you know everything, you know how, how it works. But you're always surprised now. But, uh, like, uh, I went to do the groceries and I took the car. Mm -hmm. Well, driving in the Philippines is something very special comparing to uh, Europe. I can imagine what the difference is like for you. But uh, I didn't, I, I'm still driving nicely, like oh, I would so. do in Europe. As you should. Not, <laughs> <laughs> so I let uh, if there is a pedestrian wanted to cross the road I let him pass we but should do this, that they hesitate for yes, 10 15 yes. seconds because is it real? <laughs> is that it really nice? for them. <laughs> so we're never sure but it's really true because normally people don't don't really leave anyone pass so well, sadly that is true oh yeah um, well, I guess it can. I guess it can be a struggle to um, to keep your the values that uh, you had uh, from your home country to where you arrive. Because here, well, because it's a very big city. I mean, I mean, everywhere it, you have this effect. Uh, the biggest cities that you go, people have less manner and uh, they just start to think more about themselves. And uh, you have to find a way to just stay true to yourself and uh, mm -hmm. still be a nice person in the middle of a whole net 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's a big adjustment again you transplanted your life 
to follow this girl who is now your wife. You got married fairly recently still, no? Yeah, November. In November 2019. What was that like? I mean, leading up to, you know, the proposal. The proposal? Wow. Yes, we are interested to know. Because uh, you know I have a story about the proposal, huh? Or again, I just want to confirm uh, later on if your version and Lisa's version match. <laughs> Try to make a surprise for the proposal and uh, I had the ring. We were going to Bali in mm. Indonesia, so I was making up. I might just ask her there during the holidays. And uh, so I had the ring with me and I was just looking for a good occasion. The perfect moment. Perfect occasion, you know, a nice sunset, a really great moment that would be good to propose. And uh, I think there was some fail, uh, sunrise where it was too cloudy or miss sunset until nearly the end of the trip there was a nice sunset and start to think about it i was ready well i was not so ready actually i was getting stressed so say okay okay i'll kiss her one last time and after i go i was a bit scruffy uh, didn't shave and uh, i went to kiss her on the forehead and it just happened that i scratched her eye with my beard <laughs> and it hurt it, it oh. was hurting her so she got scared because we were just on a small island far from everything and she was just very afraid and I just lost the opportunity to propose to her at this moment. I guess that really ruined the moment, yes. So I just took it as a sign that it was not the right moment. Clearly, um, clearly. But it's okay because I just uh, waited just one week or something like this after, after Bali. When we came back home, I prepared uh, a proposal at home in the flat where I can control everything. <laughs> where I can give her. Did you the, shave? I can, yeah, I shaved. I prepared great food. Everything that will ensure that she said yes. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> and um, yeah, and she was surprised because I have a lot of different surprises. She just thought it was, oh. Just a normal surprise day. She was just looking at the macaron. You're talking about macaron earlier. She was looking at the macaron, counting them, while the ring was just there at the top of the macaron. And oh. she was not even seeing it. And so that was a distraction. So <laughs> yeah, I planned also the distraction. I see. Yeah, until I finally was ready. And I opened the box of macaron. And the ring was here and she started crying and she was just surprised because she was not expecting it or she was not expecting it like a, a this very moment. Yeah, she just asked me if it was true. If... <laughs> <laughs> Typical Lisa. <laughs> Is that true? Uh, yes, yes. So I had to ask again. I asked and she said yes. <laughs> Aww. Yes. And then uh, that's when we had brunch, I think, uh, a few weekends after. You shared the story. Yeah. Reenactment uh, of the proposal. And then fast forward, November was this uh, fun wedding celebration. Most of the guests, though, are obviously from here. And I know you were planning on, you know, celebration in France. Uh, what is the plan now? Because, you know, um, travel is restricted. For now, there's no plan. We have to wait and see how the COVID situation goes. Yeah, which we'll have our new apartment uh, soon. So mm, that's yes. for us. The big move in. Finally have our own home. We'll focus on this this year. Are you going to make it a 
French feeling, <laughs> whatever that means. I mean, how do you plan to insert, I guess, a piece of France in this new home in Manila that you now, you know, own? Wow. Well, I should be sufficient, but... Uh, <laughs> You're French but, enough. Oh, but, we actually, but we have um, we a few things uh, that we have from um, our last trip in Europe and France. Mm. Like, uh, we have this uh, poster with a lot of different French food. So, we will frame this, you'll see it's... Uh, I'll see it up nice on the walls. So, little, little things here and there, but it doesn't have to be expensive expressly uh, screaming yeah yeah I'm red white and blue walls <laughs> <laughs> not be that maybe just maybe cheese for dinner or a cheese section for dinner <laughs> well if we can have more cheese time to time why not yeah that would be great indeed and i look it's forward to being invited to this home when it uh, is ready so uh, for the listeners, and I have maybe four or five, <laughs> if uh, you can give, I don't know, one advice or maybe something that you want them to check out that you've seen, you know, in, either in your travels or in your experience of coming here to the Philippines, what would that be? Maybe if they go to France, what should they first visit? Or should they even visit France? Of course. Everyone really? should visit France, at least. At least once in their life. You've been last time, no? I went to I went to Paris, yeah. Um, and everyone says that's the wrong city. I mean, you have to because you know Paris equals France. But then, what else uh, should I visit next if I were to come back? Well, if you like culture and architecture, sure, Paris is a great place to go. If you like food, and Lisa would tell the same, she had much better experience going to the countryside, especially if you know someone. So Burgundy is one of the great places of France for food. Not because you're from there, right? <laughs> but um, you can also check on internet. People would say that. Uh, it's Burgundy and you have the southwest of France. Mediterranean coast is nice also. Very special regions where food is very interesting. But yeah, cheese. Anywhere you go in France, anywhere you will find cheese. And they're amazing. Visit the bakeries. The yes. bakeries everywhere. Boulangerie. Bread and patisserie. Even the supermarket, I was just so happy last time just to go back to the supermarket <laughs> in France. To see familiar uh, things to so see. Many, so many nice products. So even if you don't want to spend a lot of money, you go to the supermarket, you do what we call picnic. You know, you, you just uh, take out food. You, just, you make a little basket with different uh-huh. food. We can do that here under the heat of the sun. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> well, here you burn <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of uh, nice places to visit, like uh, if you like nature, yeah, you get you get a backpack, you pack some great food, and you go for a walk, and you eat directly uh, on during your trip, and uh, it's an amazing moment. In summer, there is a lot of things happening in France. The cities and town, they have a lot of activity in the streets. Maybe not this year, I don't know how not they... Not at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Like French festivals that uh, you should check out. Yeah, a lot of festivals and uh, just people like the restaurants, they like to put the terrace outside. The, the cities, the blocks have streets and it's all for pedestrian. Yes, I love the little French bistros that's everywhere in Paris. So you have mm-hmm. like outside seating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to the Philippines, that's a big difference. 
True. <laughs> you need you still need air conditioning here. I'm okay with outside seating if it's windy. But prefer <laughs> preferably inside with aircon. <laughs> cool. So what else do you want to do more of uh, that you think you haven't discovered yet in Manila or the Philippines? Oh, there's still many places I'd like to visit. But the thing is remote places. So you have, we said it before, like uh, commuting is a bit of a problem. You take a lot of time to leave the, the city. And so far it has been really an obstacle, but there's nice places to, to see in the mountains, like the rice terraces. I'd like to exper- experiment this, and um, I'd like to visit more islands, because yeah, the Philippines is so many islands. If I can do some diving, things like this, yeah, explore the Philippines. We still have plans also to explore, explore more Asia, like yeah. Vietnam. So yeah, a lot of exploring like this, and uh, well, I wish I could do a bit more sports here in the Philippines. I really love cycling, but... Uh, again, we go back to the constraints. <laughs> if you go, if you go cycling in the likes. mountains... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bit dangerous here in the Philippines, cycling. Oh, we have the bike lanes now, don't we? Oh, wow. We have to see that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just around, they did a bit, yeah. but they took space on the normal road, but yeah. they didn't really adjust the, the line. So one... A uh, normal uh, car, line, uh, car lane got super small. Right. So oh. people, like we have a tiny car, it's okay. But for <laughs> some people like who have a big one, it doesn't even fit. So, I mean, we need to actually limit the car lanes then. Or they really expect us more, more small cars. Everyone, it, small car only. It's an adjustment. We'll see. I hope that flies. All right. I will wind down and I play a little game where I ask you to pick one. I'll give you two options. Tell me which one will you pick. I uh, created something specially for you because you're French. If you can only have one of these two, which one will you pick? Unlimited cheese or unlimited wine? Wow, tough one. (laughs) (laughs) But but I think I will go with cheese. Really? You're this cheese lover? Yeah, yeah. I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> hey, you could just have it. I shouldn't have said unlimited. Or, okay, how about never ever have cheese anymore or never ever have wine anymore? Oh, no. It's so bad. That's so much worse. I know. Just make it more difficult. Which one would you rather not have? Well, I still prefer to have cheese, so I'd say not have wine. I see. But they pair so, much, so well together. It's really, it's really sad. She cannot have one in Oh, so you never have wine without cheese? Is that like a thing? No, you, of course, I, I have without, but um, it's very nice together. It's like, it's like you're asking us to divorce uh, a couple, you know? A married couple. Wow, really? I didn't know wine and cheese are married. There's no marriage right there. <laughs> okay. This one may or may not be funny to you. Pick one, French fries or French baker. French fries or French baker? Oh, then I'm a bit confused by this one. <laughs> French baker, like the shop? See, I, I couldn't find anything else. The food that's not French, that has French in it. So, yeah. So, uh, bread? The, no, the Fran- really French baker, the, the bread shop, yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, then I, I keep the French baker shop because we it's more food than just French fries. <laughs> they actually, um, how do you gauge their uh, bread? Does it pass French quality? Well, it's good product, yeah. Like uh, pastries, they're not bad. Bread, uh, yeah, I have some bread now. Near work, there is something. It's all right, yeah. Okay, last one, which is super relevant for today. Which one would you pick? Work from home or work from office? Ah, well, I can do my work as good as at home. So, work at home. Ah, you're one of I the few? It really depends, no? Because uh, I have a well, few. I must say, I must say there is some good things about working at the office, uh, the interaction with your colleague, there's things that can be done much faster, much easier. I guess it depends a bit on your situation. Like right now, because I, I don't have a lot of workload right now because in, the, in France, uh, many business uh, are not working, they're not fully operate, uh, operating. So uh, because I don't have uh, so much, I can easily do at home. Yeah. But yeah, there's some things I prefer to do at the office. Some particular jobs that are much easier to do face-to-face -face with people. But uh, work from home wins for the moment. But right now, say work from home. I'm good like this. <laughs> yeah, I don't have sure. to take, don't have to take uh, those buses that are full of people. And oh, yeah. But <laughs> in any case, uh, I hope, you know, we get some more sanity. I might install, you know, one of those things you see in restaurants that have dividers on the table so we can have a, another house gathering with wine and cheese. For sure, I will now super take note to find good cheeses for when you're here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I guess that will have to wrap up our little catch up. All of your answers will be verified with Lisa. <laughs> don't wow. worry she will have we will have uh, our no says and lisa says version of the love story so have to watch out for that i hope i haven't done any mistakes huh? because i'm not <laughs> as good with dates as her <laughs> oh you will find out for sure <laughs> got it okay can you uh correct if, uh, if there's a mistake <laughs> we can we can we can we can <laughs> thank you for your time today merci beaucoup oh merci à toi Porte-toi bien. Oh, oh people how, do you say, how do you say in French, um, you know, like the usual keep healthy advice or something? <laughs> I was going to say, people always ask like, what, how do you say take care in French? And yeah, how do you say now that you <laughs> mentioned it? It's, you don't know? It's so much harder in French, take care, it's, it's harder. Because you um, don't want people to take care? <laughs> <laughs> no, because in English, it's so common just you say, take care to someone. But in French, you have to say the whole sentence, you know, you cannot cut it like this. Oh, right. So it's still start the same, take care, it's François, but you really have to finish it, else people will not understand, it will be weird. Say François de toi. So you, it's a saying, take care, you. You take care. <laughs> yeah, François de toi. Porte le masque, protège-toi, protège-toi. Protect. <laughs> Put your mask on. Protect. Well, I hope some French-speaking uh, people will get to listen to this one and follow <laughs> your advice. Okay, bonsoir, a bientôt. A bientôt. Bye-bye. <laughs> Très bien, 
That was good. Merci beaucoup. Thanks so much for listening. Do share your comments and suggestions. Hit me up on Instagram at catchupsessions. Remember, feedback is a gift. Also, if you want to be part of the next sessions, I'm only one call away. Or you can always just slide in a DM, because who calls these days? Bye for now. Bonne soirée.